my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Okay, so I have a question for you. On a scale of zero to five, where zero is, I don't think about it at all, and five is, I'm fully connected, how on top of your hormone health are you? If you said zero to one, it is time to build that connection. Your hormones and your cycle are central to your overall functioning and regulating your body will completely transform your mental, emotional, and physical health. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. And even though it helps for more than just menopause, Hormone Harmony is great for any horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like hot flashes and night sweats, raising thoughts, low mood, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, bloating and gas, lower sexual desire. Hormone Harmony can help with all of those things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BGH at checkout. Hello, hello, ladies, and welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal. I am so happy to be back with you this day. Um, Today's episode is going to be really cool. Um, I am going to be talking about when living in your head soothes you. So all things fantasy and how us just being stuck in our minds has been a really fancy coping mechanism Uh, what that might look like for those of us who are not aware that we do it. And then also um, just a little tip on what you can do to help get a little bit um, more centered. So first, let me break down what I mean when I say living in your head. Um, I'm going to exchange the word fantasy with living in your head throughout this podcast and um, in any other platforms that you see me talking about this. So I Googled fantasy and what came up for the definition were a couple things that I wanted to share. The first is imagining things, especially those that are impossible or improbable. Um, and we're going to talk about why that is important to um, come back to. And then the other definition that I thought would be great to share is um, a mental image, typically one in which a person dwells at length or repeatedly and reflects their conscious or subconscious wishes. 
And then another one that um, may or may not be helpful, um, but another one is an idea with no basis in reality. And so when we go into our heads, we are creating a world that's based on our subconscious needs or maybe our conscious needs. Maybe we're very aware of what we want. And so we go into our heads to create that reality for us. And those of us who struggle with intimacy disorders, you know, we have very good reason why we tend to do this. We have done this because we've had years and decades and stories and histories where we have not been able to get our own needs. And so whether we are aware or not, living in our heads and creating these fantasies helps us soothe. It helps us um, it helps self-soothe those needs that um, we may have a hard time verbalizing that we may feel like we're not, um, we don't have permission to actually want. So it's easier for us to just keep it in our heads because we've tried to get these things ourselves and we've been unsuccessful. And so retreating back to our minds becomes one of our main go-tos. And the problem with living in fantasy is that when we do so, we stop ourselves from getting what we actually want in real life. Uh, which may counter, it may contradict what I just said about we go into fantasy because we have a hard time getting what we actually want in life. But what I believe and what I've seen is even if that is true, the reason that that is true is because you, you haven't had the tools to help you get what you actually deserve and what your um, biggest needs are because you've had people around you who haven't been able or willing to give you what you need, but you keep going back to them and hoping that they will um, change or listen or adapt or give you permission to get those things yourself. And also because you haven't felt empowered. You know, fantasy is a very um, purposeful coping mechanism, but it's also one that allows us to be more passive. You know, it's easier for us to retreat into our rooms, to daydream, to um, to go into books or whatever it might be and go into these other worlds to create this life because it can be harder or seem harder to do it here in the real world. But the more we live in these disempowered states, the further away we are from getting the life that we want and that we need and that we deserve. And also it really does solidify this, this message in our world that what we actually desire is impossible and so is I'm better off just, you know, hoping for things to be different and creating this world in my mind. So I keep talking about creating this world and creating this image. And so let me give you what give you some examples so that you can see how it may show up in your own daily life. So one example is one I've actually already mentioned in this intro, which is um, creating relationships and creating worlds um, in your mind that you retreat to. So you literally have have a fantasy world that you go to and imagine um, who these people are, what they say to you, what your life looks like. There's scenarios um, that help you feel seen and heard. I remember that um, one of the earliest signs that I had an intimacy disorder or attachment wound or love addiction, whatever um, definition or label you want to use, was I remember very distinctly in seventh grade, every night when I went to bed, 
I would have a different story or scenario about um, this fantasy world that I created. And that would be my bedtime story, almost like my own mini fairy tale that I would use to put myself to sleep. Um, And it was my safe place that I retreated to. And I remember that I did that. I can't remember how long that lasted, but that was something that I definitely did for a long time. Um, And then as I grew up, there were other ways that I... um, that I use fantasy to self-soothe. But, um, you know, middle school, like I'm sure it is for a lot of people, was a very stressful and um, traumatic time for me for a lot of different reasons. And so when I look back at my younger self and I look back at what I needed, it totally makes sense that I literally had to create a whole different world where I felt wanted, safe, and seen. And also where things actually worked out in the way that I needed them to because I felt very powerless in my real life to get what I need. And so those are the same emotions that you as an adult woman listening to this podcast may still feel um, in case this is something that you do, um, that you feel very powerless to change your life. And so you go into fantasies of maybe romantic relationships or even fantasies about what may be going on in your family. So one day um, a parent or caregiver will change or one day um, a sibling or a cousin will become sober or one day um, everyone will realize what you've done for them and then come back and tell you thank you and be really grateful and apologize for the ways that they have um, looked over you. You know, fantasy can look in so many different ways, um, but it's all based on what your subconscious needs are. It could also be the way that it looks. um, It could be financially based. It could be that you win the lottery. It could be that you get a letter in the mail that your student loans have been forgiven. It could be, um, you know, at work that you are praised or given this promotion over everyone, over the person who is your office nemesis. Um, Again, fantasy is, um, is personal to you. So fantasy is personal to you, but is done for the same mechanisms um, of self-soothing, of safety, and emotional and mental and physical needs, um, and even spiritual needs that you may not be getting at this time. So that is the first way that you may be living in your head. The second way that you may be living in your head is any statements that may start with, I will be happy when fill in the blank um, with this um, kind of feature time that everything comes comes to comes to pass it comes to fruition so what's different about this one than the one before is the one before is that is an active world that you go to to imagine um that you live in that you um there's characters there's um there's maybe even anniversaries there's real memories that you have according to these fantasies you know i know some people who have have their fantasy worlds for years and they literally have well on this date is such and such as birthday or this is what they look like and this is where they work and again these are people and places and things that are not real um so that's the first one the second one is different because this is where you are actively living in your world but you're waiting for your world to change and so you have this fantasy that may look like hope that something that you want to come to pass will happen and you are waiting for the day for it to occur. And the reason why this may be fantasy versus manifestation or something that is more positive, something that is more motivational or inspirational, you know, because we talk about what we 
what we want to have in our lives. We have to be it energetically or we need to um, have faith, you know, whatever your perspective or wording around it is. The reason that this is actually um, unhealthy and it's fantasy is because you are waiting on things and on situations to change that there are facts that this will not come to pass. So um, the classic example that we talk about often in the podcast and that um, I talk about elsewhere is if you're in a relationship with someone who's unavailable, they have shown that they are not capable, that they are not willing um, to change and you still keep going back to the well. You know, you still keep bringing up, well, let's do couples counseling or um, let's do, um, you know, whenever they're done with this project at work, then they'll be more calm, then they'll be more happy. And you're constantly telling yourself um, that the situation will change. And when it changes, then you'll finally be able to be happy. But with this, you're giving your power away. You're allowing yourself to stay stuck in a situation that will not come to pass. And you're giving your power away to this one day that may or may not come to pass. And until that day happens, you are just indebted to be miserable and sad and depressed and disappointed. Um, but when this day comes, then everything will change and the miracle will occur. And here's the truth about it. The truth is however you feel today is how you will feel when that day comes. Because the only person that is in control of your happiness and of your mindset and of your growth is you. You can be in a deplorable situation. You could um, be out of money. You could be out of work. You could be in a fight with your best friend. You could have someone who you love really pass away. You can have all these negative things happen in your life. But if you have a healthy growth mindset and perspective and the tools and the mechanisms to help you stay grounded in one, who you are, and two, that goodness is abundant and around you to go to a place of gratitude, it doesn't matter what is happening around you. It won't matter what is happening around you because your happiness and your joy and your contentment will come from the inside. And so whenever we have these thoughts of I will be happy when insert whatever it may be, you are delaying your your joy. And also you are actually pushing away what you actually want to happen because it, it immobilizes you because you're waiting for God, for the universe to bring you this thing where when what may actually may need to be happening is that you need to be putting down the actions to get closer to that. That maybe is your perspective that's keeping you stuck where you're only seeing the negativity, where you're only seeing the downfall. Again, you're not living in gratitude. And hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. As our country continues to grow and make new meaning of the intersection between current and historical events, it is so important to stay connected to the voices and the leaders who are influencing what progress, connection, equality, and truth mean to us as Black people. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. 
Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection from some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Attention to all my proud plant parents. It is time to give all of your plant babies the best nutrition you can, starting from the bottom up. And that starts with the best soil to help them grow happy, nourished, and strong. Coast of Maine is an organic soil brand that is approved for organic growing and has been sourced from ocean waters and farms for over 28 years. With a full range of products to support every garden and lawn, Coast of Maine products are made to restore roots to the natural world. If your soil lacks appropriate nutrients for success, by adding Coast of Maine products, it will help regenerate the healthy microbes in your soil and set you up for gardening success. And if you have a vegetable garden, not only do you benefit via an abundant harvest, but find that there is less need to maintain and feed throughout your season. Coast of Maine continually perfects the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and place that aspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. The products are carried by tons of local retail partners who can provide advice and insight that is not found in the big box stores. Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community for gardeners everywhere, which is why I love how they make organic gardening simple and approachable for everyone. So let's get growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, .com. And so that is stopping you from getting the the relief and the the contentment and joy that you are hoping to have. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. I hope that makes sense. 
Third way that people live in fantasy that may or may not fit actually very well in this category, but I'm going to put it here because um, I wrote it down and I think it's important to share, is on the other on the other side of the spectrum of the I'll be happy when fill in the blank, which is a very passive and immobilizing mentality that just keeps you stuck and waiting for, you know, your angel to arrive to give you what you need. Um, on the other end of that is I will be happy when insert thing, thing happens and you start planning how to make it happen. Um, and you become very obsessed with um, getting everything ready for this change that's going to happen, but then you don't actually implement the change. So what this will look like is you have problems with your friendships and you just see that, you know, there's a lot of people that um, are around you that are not good for you, um, that may drain you, that may be unhealthy. So you read all these books on friendships um, and you, um, and you read blog articles and, um, you watch videos on YouTube and you do all this research and you start to kind of, um, you know, get this image of what you want a friend to be and you have it like very actively in your head. But when it comes down to you actually putting down the actions that the books and the articles and things are telling you to do, you don't do that because the way that fantasy works in this scenario is that you imagining the change that was going to happen and you like putting in all these this false movement towards the change is what soothed you. You know, it felt like you were actually moving forward. And then once you actually like got all the information and things and you stopped. And so this is a very um, common form of procrastination because change is really uncomfortable because on the other side of you putting these things into action is the possibility of fear and failure. So that is what fantasy actually protects us from, y'all. It protects us from more disappointment. I'm not going to be disappointed if I live in this fantasy world in my head. I'm not going to be rejected if I create this scenario for relationships or for friendships or what I would say to my dad if I had the opportunity to say to him instead of actually calling him on the phone and doing it, but I can plan it and I can write these letters and I can like be prepared for the day that's going to happen, but I don't do it. That stops me from having to be abandoned once again, or that stops me from being shamed or embarrassed. And so fantasy is a very like, it's like a warm blanket. It feels so, 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 so good. And um, it can be a hard habit to stop. And um, hopefully by me identifying some of these scenarios for you, you're able to notice what it looks like in your daily life. Um, also really important that I didn't say, but I'm just going to just point out and kind of backtrack a little bit is our fantasies around crushes, around people that we, um, we fantasize that we want to be with. So when I talk to people who are love addicts, there are those of us who are very active, you know, like we're actually in relationships we are constantly searching. We are constantly like trying and engaging and breaking up and all that stuff. And then there are some of us who are love addicts. However, we don't really have a lot of relationships, if any relationships at all. And it's all in our head. And so we see people from afar and we create these um, scenarios. I keep trying to think of a different word. Um, but we create these scenarios of where like they will look at us across the room and then they will 
um, notice that we are the ones that they have been hoping and waiting for. Well, imagine that um, he will leave his wife for us um, or that she will leave her partner or her wife for us. And the reason I bring that up is because that is also something that is very comforting for us. You know, when you're very lonely, um, going to these places where you are seen and desired and even worshipped sometimes is, is very enticing. But it also just reinforces this pattern of us looking and desiring situations, people, and things that are unavailable to us, right? So um, instead of us making active steps to pursue someone who is healthy or us being healthy ourselves, we can plan what it would be like if we were healthy or when we have the relationship and just live there for a while instead of actually doing it. I think I touched something on my microphone, so I'm sorry if I'm quieter now. So with all of that said, let me tell you something that I share with um, my Thrive students that helps them kind of get grounded out of fantasy. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Learn to Thrive is um, the signature program that we have for Black Girls Heal that helps women heal their attachment wounds, um, unlearn their intimacy disorders, build healthy relationships, start to love themselves, feel enough, um, and as a result, they do get their goals and their desires met. Um, um, and if you're interested in that, you can go to learntothrivecourse.com and join the waitlist. But this is definitely some of the stuff that I talk about in our course and that I coach um, our students on. And so one thing that I talk about often is being grounded. So where fantasy takes us off into the clouds, takes us into this other world that doesn't exist, um, the, the, the solution for that is for us to come back down to earth and be grounded in reality. And so what that will look like is every time you go off into fantasy for you to just say, okay, what is actually real and remind you of that. And then remind you that if you want to change your reality, then what's the next step you need to take. And then once you have that next step, then you take the next step. So that's a really watered down version, but I just want you to have the image in your mind that fantasy takes you off into the clouds. It keeps you away from earth. Um, it's almost as if I'm, Imagining right now that you're holding on to a red balloon and you're floating off into, um, into the sky. And at first it could be a whole lot of fun. Like you're like looking at the world, you're looking at the skyline. It looks so pretty. It's peaceful. You're just, you know, kind of like just enjoying it. Right. And then the higher and higher you get in that red balloon, the further you get away from, um, from the earth, there's less air up there. Um, it's scary up there because it's scary. It's a scarier distance to fall. Um, you can hurt yourself more or die. <laughs> this is getting kind of like gruesome, but you get what I'm saying. Like it keeps you away from the reality that you want to create. So it's best for you to have your feet planted on the ground so that you can build the house, build, build the, the happily ever after that you want because you have the power to do so. And if you don't, you can literally end up on a whole other planet, just you and your red balloon. So that is it for this episode. Um, of course, if you love this podcast and you want others to find it, please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, the more reviews we have, the higher the likely that people will come and get their healing journey started as well. So. 
that is it for this episode. I will see you next week and take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.